Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, we're Jim and Jim Life, fitness couple from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Welcome to our podcast where we will be discussing all things fitness, nutrition and mental health while having a fun lifestyle and achieving our fitness goals. Using our own experiences, we will talk about one of these topics each week and answer any of your questions along the way. Hope, Hope you, you guys, guys enjoy. enjoy. Hi, I'm Neve, And I'm Grant. And we are otherwise known as, to the Instagram world, I guess, as Jim and Jim Life. <laughs> so it's time to start something I guess we've wanted to do for a long time, maybe more so me, um, and that's this podcast and it's to go into a more in-depth view of our lifestyle, our fitness lifestyle, what we love, but we also love treats, parties and drinks. Um, so we kind of want to give you a little bit of background on that. Oh yeah, definitely a lot of friends always ask us. When we're out drinking, eating, how do you do that? How do you have the motivation and how do you actually hit the fitness goals that you're you're trying to achieve? And hopefully we can try to give you some tips on how we do it. So that's pretty much what we want our podcast to be about. And I said, no more putting it off, Neve Doyle. It is time to get this podcast going. I've tried to do this so many times and I've always let fear get in the way. And I saw a quote the other day that said, start with what you have right now. You're all you need. So here we go. Come on, G. Davis. Let's go to this podcast. <laughs> so what, what all are we going to do on this podcast? So yeah, what do we expect from this series of our podcast? So as it's Jim and Jen life, we started up this fitness account on Instagram oh, about two, three years ago. So what we want to do is go deeper than just Instagram. We want to teach you things about fitness, nutrition, motivation and not motivation, anxiety, mainly more so Neve's anxiety, and how we maintain fun lifestyle, but also hitting our fitness goals throughout it. Absolutely. And there, there are things that we've learned across the, across the years, but um, we'll try to go more in depth on them in each episode. This is the first one. Bear with us, but <laughs> excited to get into it. Yeah, bear with us. This is our first one. We have a little, as in true Neve and Grant fashion, a wee drink in hand. Grant's got a wee oh, beer. Oh. Uh, just, a, just a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be counting the calories in that one. Yeah, I can't count the calories on tonight. This is first podcast night. So, yeah, what we want to do is take you through each of those topics each week and ask a few questions on Instagram and you can send them through and we'll answer them at the end of the podcast. So excited. Um, today though the episode is kind of just going to be a highlight of what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks and for also you guys to get to know us better. Um, the first episode who will be speaking to you, um, a little bit of our background, 
So I guess, Grant, where do we even start? Um, we've been... <laughs> well, I suppose anyone that, you know, follows us on Instagram probably knows Neve a lot better than they know me. But, <laughs> and as you can tell, I'm usually the one in the background or the one behind the camera. Yeah, he's the cameraman. <laughs> but yeah, when, when did it all start? 11 years ago? Yeah, we started dating 11 years ago this summer. Well, the date is debatable. Grant yeah, thinks there was an official date. Well, there was an official date because you asked me. <laughs> I asked him. <laughs> no, no, you asked me to ask you. Okay, so backstory is we've been seeing each other for like 11 and a bit years, but you know the start stage when you're seeing someone and the boy thinks automatically like you're just going out, which all girls know, no, we need to be asked, are you my girlfriend? Well, he didn't do that. We were going out. (sighs) See? (laughs) So We were going out in my mind, but it wasn't official. Well, it was like two, three months later, I was like, hello. So eventually then I said to him, what's going on? And so it became official the 8th of August, 2009. That's 11 years ago. So there you go. We've known each other a very long time. So our official date is the 8th of August. That was the summer of my first year of university. And then Grant was starting university that summer as well. So we both went then to Queen's University. We studied there for three years each and then we moved into a house in Belfast I worked for a bit there and then Grant got a job in Dublin so we both I followed him down to Dublin yeah. <laughs> we had to branch out of Belfast a bit anyway go down to the south well, we were there for three or four years I finally got my uh, accountancy qualification after many repeats on my exams <laughs> but we got there yeah. and we both have had a professional background both working in professional jobs Hard, hard work, but definitely worth it. We got really good experience. It's got us the great jobs we have now. And after four years of all of that, it was like, let's get out of here. Let's go to the other side of the world. <laughs> let's go to Sydney or Australia anyway. So we decided we had saved up a lot of money. Do we put money on a deposit in the house or do we just go, do you want a one-way ticket to Australia? And that's pretty much yep. what happened. Left our jobs and... Picked up our bags and went traveling with no job, no apartment, and headed to Australia. And we traveled first for a bit. We didn't just land in Sydney. We did about three months traveling. Yeah, um, all across New Zealand. And then from the whole east coast of Australia, it was about three months of traveling. <laughs> when we landed in Sydney, I don't know what it was, maybe... We had like two weeks of like budgeted money left until we were going to have to be forced to fly home. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously looking for jobs within two weeks. There was not much money left when we'd finished our travelling. And as everyone knows when they moved to Sydney that jobs don't just land in your lap the way you think Instagram portrays it to. You have to work hard. Not having a job there is like a full-time job. You're constantly applying to everything. Yeah, and you need a job because it's so expensive. Yeah. You can't just be buying goon all the time. Well, we were. <laughs> if anyone in Australia knows the goon situation, it's boxed wine. It is boxed, what, what like five litres of wine for $13? Oh, uh, if even. I was getting like dry, fruity white for like $8. <laughs> it was lovely. We loved it at the time. It was our go-to um, <laughs> that we'd have every weekend. But as soon as Grant landed his accountancy job, I said, okay, that's goodbye to the goon. We can never buy that again. <laughs> it's a sad day. 
so the goon life was gone but we did eventually get jobs in Sydney and we got a really great apartment moved in and as soon as I saw it that was it we lived on this beautiful street leading up to Bondi Beach it was a studio apartment it was all we needed it had a little balcony I'm sure any of you watched our Instagram stories know that I used to live on that balcony (laughs) making everyone jealous so we had a great life there and we lived there for the last three and a half years nearly it was fantastic by far the best three and a half years of our life yeah yet we hope to make yet. it still good memories Very positive note there yeah come on <laughs> it can't be our best three years ever so it was fantastic and yeah we made the best friends we had a great job it was a great lifestyle as anyone knows out there so if anyone's thinking about moving to australia don't even think just go even if you have to fly home again you tried it you did it it is fantastic more chances eight out of ten times everyone will love it and have the best time and want to stay longer we only wanted to stay for a year we told everyone like any everyone had bets on me coming home they all thought i'd be only gone six months you're such a homebird so your whole family had basically like a book like a betting book on (laughs) when you'd come home but you uh, exceeded all of their expectations yeah i just as soon as we got out there the sun how chilled everybody is um the relaxed lifestyle and mainly then obviously the sun but the fitness lifestyle which then Mm. i guess drove us become even more into our fitness and why we've become so in love with it now is because it's so sunny and you wake up much earlier and you're in good form and you want to go to the gym you want to train well and you want to look well because you're on the beach in your bikini (laughs) (laughs) yeah well when you're going down to bondi beach and it's full of models male and female you're you know you're kind of under a little bit of pressure to up your game in the gym i've never seen grant had an eight pack (laughs) in all my life but he did he had an eight pack when he trained there so you did at one point you got so bloody lean six pack of beers (laughs) so i guess that's highlights even more why we want to show like how we got into really great shape um there but while still having the best time anyone who knows us we really did live up to the gym and gin part of our name well that's it i've you know i've never been in a better shape in my life never been leaner but i've also never drank as much in my life so (laughs) (laughs) yeah sums it up quite well so, um, yeah, we'll talk about that more in detail as the episodes go along. But the point is, is that you do not have to live. Like, we weren't wanting, and we do not want to be bodybuilder-esque physiques. No, we're not going competitions or anything. No, way. no. no way. But, so that means you don't have to eat chicken and rice out of little boxes that we saw. And genuinely, even though I trained for like three, four years before this, I thought that was the only way that worked. I thought well, I don't want to sacrifice everything. I don't want to sacrifice partying and going out with my friends and going out for dinner. And So if I have to do, if I have to sacrifice that to look this way, I'd rather not. But we quickly learned that that is not the case. You do not have to sacrifice everything. It's just about moderation. And I know that word is thrown around so much, but it really truly is the case. And you can have fun and you can have your wine, your Prosecco, as I always do. <laughs> um, you just have to account for it um, across the day and the week. And the main thing is, if you party hard, you work hard. So if you have a hangover, as Grant well knows, I force him to okay, get up you know and yeah. out of the bed on a Sunday morning, Saturday morning, <laughs> and get his workout done. <laughs> but don't you always thank me for it? Yes, yes. 
That's why I'm marrying you, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> throw that one in there. So we're not just dating, we're also engaged. Yes, eventually after 11 years. Whenever we'd be going out for so long, we had different goals. We had travel goals, we had career goals, and we started dating so young. Therefore, by the time we were about 25, 26, we'd been going out maybe seven, eight years, and everyone would say, you've been going out for so long, how, you know, how he's not getting engaged? I'm thinking, yes, we're going out for that long, but I'm still 25, 26. That is not in the forefront of my mind. But anyway, we are now engaged. We got engaged in Australia a year and a half ago. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Grant. Eighth of February 2019. 20, there you go. <laughs> um, anyone who was following our Instagram would have watched it all unveil. It was the most exciting trip ever. <laughs> we went to Hamilton Island and it was sensational, the most beautiful place ever I've ever been to, uh, probably ever will be. Yeah, right um, on the Whitsundays on the east coast of Australia. Yeah, yeah, it was the perfect place to do it. I was so nervous though perfect place you know you watch all these romantic films and it's like oh the guy gets done money and he's so calm about it i was so nervous <laughs> and it's only you it's only me and you that's but what i couldn't understand i was like you know me why would you be nervous to ask me i was genuinely shitting myself <laughs> can you curse on this podcast yes okay <laughs> if i'm not allowed to curse i'm not doing this podcast <laughs> oh there you have it but everyone would always ask me what did you know honestly no I did not know he threw me off so many times by telling me oh, stupid little stories along the way saying on the way to the airport telling me somebody had texted him saying oh are you two gonna get engaged on this trip yeah. and he said <laughs> yeah well I, I basically first of all saw that message I was like oh no no way but I used it as a as a ploy to throw you off the scent I was like oh typical people t- people assuming we're going to get engaged this weekend and then you didn't do and that I, very well but no <laughs> <laughs> because we go away on lots of trips together so I just thought it was just another lovely trip away and the moment he said that I thought right well it's definitely not getting engaged this trip but I mean geez is he ever going to ask me for God's sake <laughs> like we're 10 years in um, anyway, and Long we behold. had <laughs> then the first the first night there was went and had dinner and yeah he got down and we, he I'm as everyone knows I'm the person he asks for all the photographs I'm always like can you take a photograph but it has to be long and make sure you get in this and this and Grant just always is so patient and always gets in the photos with me <laughs> um, and this time around he asked our waitress would she mind if she took a photo of the two of us. I was like, oh my gosh, yay! It's probably the first time I've ever actively asked for a photograph. Yeah, and I looked at you like, oh my gosh, yes! Cut all dressed up, let's get a nice photo at our table. And then I went to put my arm around him, and then he just wasn't there. I was like, what? And turned around, <laughs> and he was on one knee. And the poor waitress was didn't even know um so she was just told to take a photograph and the next thing she was snapping away taking 10 in a row to make sure she got it so there we got engaged in hamilton island it was great and had two three days of unlimited drinks um and even though we were there for obviously a holiday engagement we went to the gym every single day and that's the point of all this is that you go out you have fun but you take your gym gear with you and 
I know it sounds like, oh, you'll be hungover. Why would you on earth would you want to go to the gym after being hungover out for a lovely dinner or out with your friends the night before? I agree, it is hard. It's very hard at the moment to get up and do it. But it's one hour out of the rest of your day. And Yeah, like it doesn't even need to be the most intense session you've ever done. Most of the time you're trailing me there and you do really well, but I'll just you know, start off with a bit of stretching and then get into a bit of a light workout. It doesn't need to be so intense that puts you off. But here, yeah, that was the first morning that we had to navigate the whole you working out with your engagement ring on. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you are not lifting dumbbells and barbells with that engagement ring on. <laughs> yeah, and then we had You're to like, put... I wanted to be in the photos. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm not allowed to take the engagement ring. Obviously, it's way too nice to get um, scratched. But the point is that don't make it such a big deal to go and do this workout it's not like honestly you will end up enjoying it halfway through the start you'll think oh i can't believe i'm doing this you'll halfway through you'll be like proud of yourself that you're there and you'll start to enjoy it and the end you'll be absolutely buzzing as you always see in our stories i'm so delighted that i even did it and i'm happy and i'm very excited to get on the drink for the rest of the day of my holiday so you deserve it then <laughs> you certainly did yeah, so I guess then we went back to Australia for the last year and we stayed there and continued working out, getting fitter and stronger and partying even harder. And <laughs> But with the fact that we were then going to get married this year, we had to make a decision, as many Irish um, in Australia do, is when do you decide to come home? When do you decide to give up the Australia yeah. dream? It if, is, if you do. If you do, yeah. yeah. It's so difficult. Everyone will know the hurdles when you're out there. At the start, it's very much a limbo life. Like, you're constantly thinking, will I get my second year? Will I get my second year visa? If you even get your second year visa, will you get sponsored by another company? Then after that, it even gets harder because you're there for longer. And then you have to get your PR. Um, yeah, there's a whole process to go through. And it's, it's, it's so stressful as well. And it puts a lot of pressure on you because huge decisions you have to make for your life but in the end we looked at it long term and thought home is home we have you know a lot of friends here we've got our family here our support system yeah that was a, that was a very long extended holiday in Australia yeah <laughs> I just decided long term we know we want to live at home so we're just kind of putting off the inevitable and don't get me wrong if we were 25 we would have stayed there happily for another five years but I was turning 30, um, we were about to get married and I just thought it's a natural time to kind of go home before spending all the money on PR. Mm. Well ideally we'd move all of our friends and all of our family over to Australia and have everyone combined all in the sun. Yeah, shout out to all of our friends, like how rude, why didn't you move with us? (laughs) Um, We made so many, the hardest part is towards the last year and a half, we made so many amazing friends out there in our gym. Um, in our work they became our Australian family Um, and it's so hard to leave yeah they made it even harder to leave them because we thought you know we have all that what we're going home for we have all that here already why don't we just you know make this a new home and set it up but I think the pull of actually like our mums and dads and having kids and um, having the support system I just meant we we decided we would go home so kids what kids what 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 threw that in i'll take another drink there um <laughs> anyway then uh as we were moving home uh covid happened 
Dun dun dun. <laughs> COVID, the way bastard. Or as Trump would say, China. China. Um, <laughs> so, oh, absolute disaster when we were trying to head home. We'd already booked our flights to fly home um, the end of March. And it was about two weeks before we were about to leave. And next thing, I mean, Australia was fine, not fine, but we weren't taking it anywhere near as ser- serious as the rest of the world. And we'd be ringing home and everyone was saying, we're not allowed to go out. You know, everywhere's closing down. Um, no restaurants or cafes are open. We're not allowed to hug each other. And I'm thinking, what on earth? We're fine in Australia. And as each day we'd wake up and the news would get worse and worse anytime we watched anything online or on the TV. And we had about another week and a bit to go to our flight home. And they were talking about Italy were closing their borders. International borders were getting closed. And we both kind of thought, wait a minute, why are we waiting around for another week um, whenever we could just potentially fly home now? What if we leave it too late and we can't fly home? We've already left our jobs in Australia. We have no apartment. We can't stay here. We need to make sure we get into Ireland. So what do we do? <laughs> we spent about three hours on the phone to, what was the airline? Qantas? Uh, no, Qatar. 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 And I spent about, what, nearly, honestly, two to three hours on the phone to them trying to get the flight um, changed two weeks earlier, eventually, eventually. <laughs> yeah, brought forward, because there's yeah. a risk, because even, like, getting home, like, at least that's fine, you can, you know, self-isolate and everything, but there we had to go through Qatar on the way, in Doha, and they were closing their borders to, to everyone. We got really lucky, though, because we were allowed to just, just go through the airport, and no more but if, if say Qatar Airways had to cancel all their flights and we were stuck in that airport you could, it would have been like Tom Hanks in Terminal just <laughs> stuck there I mean like, actually even... that was like a legit option and there was not even a bar in the bloody airport remember it we couldn't even like get a wine it was like but yeah I, I wanted wine <laughs> I was so stressed and there was no bar open I said if we have to get stuck here what am I going to do there's no Prosecco I had a nice package of crisps Oh God! But not no, not nothing on Tom Hanks's airport. <laughs> so anyway, we didn't get stuck in Doha, and we got home, and that was mid March. Cut to now, where we are still in lockdown. What three months later? Three months, yeah. Uh, we've moved home. The plan was anyway to move home and move back into my parents' house. Um, only was meant to be for a few weeks two three weeks maybe four until we both got a job we had already lined up a few options and then get our own apartment normal procedure and then obviously covid has happened and three months later we're still living in my parents house (laughs) (laughs) can you hear the smile through the microphone um to be honest we have the best setup ever um it's keeping us sane where Grant and I have lived together for what the last 10 years 11 years so we're not used to living in someone else's house which has been I guess the harder part that we don't always portray on social media we're trying to keep positive but it is really challenging when you just want to have your own space and you don't want to have to talk to someone every day and that's kind of the hard part of COVID for us is living in someone else's house we want our own place um but we can't really do that until I get my own job. Um, Grant luckily has his job sorted and working from home. Thankfully, yeah, yeah, it provides us a bit of security. But as you said, you need two people to be earning 
to move out and get your own place yeah um so our sanity is the fact that we have and my parents house is great they're fantastic they have literally done everything and anything they can to make us feel comfortable we've got, got a sky sports subscription yeah my, <laughs> he managed to make my dad upgrade our sky um to sky sports so that he can watch all the liverpool games now um so we have my own massive room and our own living room um with the sky and the massive TV so he can play Call of Duty every night. <laughs> and then, well... You can't see it on the podcast. I'm just, like, edging away from her as she says that. <laughs> He's still here. Um, but then we also have, on our garage, we are lucky enough to have a lot of gym equipment. So we've set up um, the garage to have... Uh, what, what all do we have? We have a barbell, we have a few dumbbells... And, and then the plates to go on the barbell, the obviously. So we can do our deadlift. And then I found some bench press from way back in uni days that I had. It was stuck away in my mum's garage. So we got that round. We've got basically everything we need for yeah. like a full workout. And guys, top tip, if you have a bar but you cannot lift it over your head, then might you want to right. squat. So now if we're doing squats, if you have two bins, bring them to your barbell and put a bin either side and use it as your rack game. Like changer. your outside wheelie bins. Yeah, your ones. wheelie bins. So they're tall enough to be a rack. So we lift the bar up and rack the bar on the wheelie bins and then get under it and you're good to go. You just got to put up with the smell if the bin men haven't been in a couple of Oh weeks. my goodness, yeah. Someone on Instagram <laughs> wrote to me and said, Nave, how do you cope with your open bins? Because I tried it and it's so smelly. <laughs> you got to put up with it if you want to get the gains. <laughs> That's commitment. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's been our saviour in, in this whole lockdown. Uh, we could, we'll go into maybe, maybe lockdown in a more depth in another episode. But we try and be positive as much as we can on Instagram and social media because I think everyone's having a hard enough time as it is. We don't want to be putting out negative things. But, like, in reality and to be real, like, the two of us, specifically more so me, I think, has really struggled because I don't have a job yet. I'm finding it hard to have a purpose each day. I'm trying to still wake up and be mentally positive. And I could just lie on because I don't have a job. I could lie on and not work out and eat everything and just pile on the weight, which I do want to sometimes. But the best thing for it, instead of doing that, is waking up and still waking up. I still wake up at half five, six if I can. What, four out of, no, about five out of seven days I do that because Monday to Friday. Because I want to have that structure in my day. When I do that, I feel so much better. So, yeah, you're sure so good. A bit of routine definitely helps. Yeah. You're, you're probably bouncing out of bed more than I am, and I still have to work at 9 a.m. <laughs> but I um, know you'll feel both, better if yeah. you do your exercise before your job because. Absolutely, yeah. You'll, you'll, when you, even if you don't even have that great of a session, and you do your workout first, and you feel strong in yourself and strong in your body when you're lifting. You start to feel strong in your mind and you start to tell yourself, I can do this today. I lifted those weights today. I didn't think I was going to be able to. And then next thing you start telling yourself, okay, I'm stronger physically, but more so mentally than I give myself credit for. It's a sense of achievement. Yeah, yeah go, go into that day and be like, yes, killed it. Let's go. So Yeah, we both have our off days, but we, we definitely both, both do. support each other. And... One day he's off. I tried to tell him, come on, we got this. And we put on Greatest Showman on a good wee tune have a wee dance and off you go it's all about the tunes yeah or he puts on Armand Van Buren and off we go I like it, you're for anything. 
Yeah. So that's what's helped us in COVID and lockdown. But I can see a lot of people through social media are starting to share that they're finding it really tough too. And it helps in a little bit of a way when people show their vulnerability that it's not just you. When I see other people saying that they're going through this, I'm thinking... Yeah, well, people need to. Like, I mean, all these, you know, people on Instagram putting out this fake, you know, persona that they're just so happy. It's unprecedented. Everyone's gone through their struggles. And I mean, if you you don't find some sort of like, um, I don't know, fear in that and you're not struggling a bit, then it's, you know, you're probably lying to yourself. It is weird. It is, it is scary. It is hard. So I think definitely need to, people need to show that. Yeah. So we are surviving and we're starting to thrive more, I think now, because we're starting to get into our groove and realize, okay, things are starting to open up again. It's not all doom and gloom. We've kept going. We've held each other sane until this point. Um, and I'm proud of us for that. So cilantro to that. Mm. I just finished my beer there. That's us cheersing. <laughs> so there we go, guys. That's a little bit of background on us and what we plan to do for the next. Hopefully, get out an episode once a week. As you all know from Instagram, it's mainly me, but I'm hoping that Grant will be able to get most episodes in with me as well because he's working full time and he's as such. As long as there's a drink involved, I'll be here. Exactly. A bit of fun, a bit of crack, and all the chats. All Grant and I do is chat all the time about this sort of stuff. So we just want to say, why don't we sit in front of the mic and chat it to you guys, and hopefully you'll learn something along the way. So next episode, we are going to talk about each of our own individual fitness journeys. So I guess how long ago we started, what really kicked us into action. Um, and we did really get into the best shape we've been in in our lives in Sydney. We're in really good shape now, but we've definitely been in probably better shape. But, I mean, give ourselves a bit of slack with COVID. So we're going to talk all about that. And we're going to talk about what we learned along the way. Is it sustainable? Uh, what we would do slightly different. But all the while, why we had the best fun. And we have the crack and nights out and weekends away. And teaches all of our tips and tricks. I think that's key. Like, I'd be put off any kind of fitness plan if I was told I wasn't allowed to drink or eat what I wanted the weekend. So, yeah, <laughs> we can provide you with that. We'll give you all that <laughs> and give you our little tips. So there you go. I'm also going to put up a question box on our Instagram once I've posted this episode for our next week. Any questions you want to specifically ask about our fitness journey, pop them in there and we'll hopefully answer the best two or three at the end of the episode next week. So, I, hope, I hope no one in particular asks about the fat grant. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> There's certain people out there who know who fat grant is. We'll go into that next week. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so thank you everyone who has listened yes, and has got, got to this stage of our episode one. If you enjoyed it, please, please like and subscribe to our channel. Give it a wee five stars and whatever you're listening to that will help us get our ratings up on each of the different podcasts and please share uh, across your social medias that will help get our message out there and get people excited for what is to come (laughs) yes thank you guys appreciate it okay that's us bye from neve and grant we're off to have a wee wine and watch the liverpool match yeah cheers cheers see you soon bye 
Thanks for tuning in, guys. We really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to keep up to date with our day-to-day lifestyle and fitness videos, check us out on Instagram. On Instagram, it's all one word, gym and gin life. And I'll tag it in the episode notes below. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. Chat soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.